Yes. Come on, see these. These are pretty. So pretty. who you get? Who cause you get? Um, headset. I ain't, I ain't get a headset too. Wait, want to hear myself? Too? You want to hear yourself? No, not really. Oh, cause it was like you can have it. Cause I usually don't like to hear myself. You gotta put it on. Wait. I am. So, so you I guess to be official. See. He's Wait. talking to me. He's like the voice in my headset so he can communicate with you. Oh, and when he shut the door, you can hear him. Yeah. All right, cool. That, that makes sense. Yes. Yes, it does. And I think he started recording already. <laughs> so. I can see that it's going to be fun. I told you. You want me to hold it? I got a little I something over here. Yes. Just a little bit of my drawers and something. You know what I know? Because when you're speaking all the time, something is wrong. Welcome me. Welcome you. Back to another episode of Hashtag Balance, a podcast about navigating the scam that is adulting as a 30 adjacent year old woman living in the Caribbean, trying to find the balance between righteous and ratchet because duality is a thing. Papi Robbie Niles in the studio. Emmy is season two. Oh. All right, welcome me, welcome you back to another episode. I feel like the last time I was here, it had to have been like June, could be before, but you know, I said I'm only coming when I have something to say that I feel that the girls need. And in the studio, I have with me Jamar. Tell the girls hi. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself quickly? Well, sure. I am um, Jamar, as you just introduced me as. Mm-hmm. I, that's my given name, <laughs> Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I have been in the insurance industry for quite a long time. Um, it's about about 20, 21 years. You're that old? Yeah, I'm that old. <laughs> wow. So I started... You started insurance when you was 10. No, I started when I was 17. 10. So that just gave work me my with, age. Work with me. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it was quite a journey because when I first started out, I started out as a courier. Mm-hmm. And I... You literally started from the bottom. I started from the bottom. Now we're here. Now we're here. Yes. But... <laughs> The thing about the courier thing, gig, right, uh-huh. was that I actually turned it into a business. I do remember that. Uh, yeah, a, a industry standard, which uh-huh. is now obsolete. But that's not the point. The point you is, did you know, I did things and I um, created something out of nothing, so to speak. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. We are going to get more into the insurance ness mm-hmm. because it's kind of why we are here. But as per usual, I want to start this off with a little rapid fire. Do not be too nervous. I said rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. First thing that pops in your head, you answer. You don't need to explain. Cool. All right. What's your favorite drink? Coke. Morning or night? Definitely night. Favorite number and why? <laughs> 69 came. <laughs> Go away. Go away. That's the first number that got in my head. And the y is so the y is correct. You don't Sub or dumb? Um, done. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Favorite cake flavor? It would have to be carrot cake. That's a carrot. That's a flavor. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's cake carrot. I, I love carrot cake. She's a good girl. Mm-hmm. What would be the title of your memoir? Um, let's call it scandalous. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What scares you? Rats. I hate rats. Same. Listen. Real rats and proverbial rats. Indeed. <laughs> Can I stop Hate them. Exactly. <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Oh, I definitely look at their hands and feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Feet or shoes? Feet. 
Feet. Okay. I want to know if you take care of yourself. Valid. What is your pet peeve? Um, I got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first one that come to mind? I... I don't like liars. So, like, when I realize that you just lie for no just reason. For no reason. You don't like that. Yeah, that's that's a that's a direct turn off. Say a word in Spanish. Uh, dos. You got <laughs> coffee or tea. Definitely coffee. What advice would you give to your twenty-one-year-old self? <sighs> my sh- the advice I would give to my twenty-one-year-old self, like, mm-hmm. I feel as though when I was twenty-one, I was living the best life. So I would tell myself stop continue. worrying and continue to <laughs> continue. live the best life because so. adulting is get ghetto. rough <laughs> oh my god speaking of ghetto perfect segue into what we were discussing just now before we start her recording i have joined you all in apple world welcome Damn. it's about time gently mm-hmm. this is um ghetto not at all you would, no. get, you would get to learn to understand that when you are in the Apple ecosystem, mm-hmm. that your Sounds life... Sounds like capitalism has really brainwashed you. will become so much easier. You're going to be okay every morning with a smile on your face. I was doing that with my Samsung. Mm-mm. Not like how we when you got Apple. I have had this for how many business days? Friday, I had a Sunday, Monday. Today is Tuesday. Five business days mm-hmm. this week. Are you still struggling? I have not seen the joys <laughs> that y'all keep telling me about. Something as simple. Y'all keyboard retarded. That's not true. The keyboard. Look at your keyboard there. Mm-hmm. Right? You see how you have numbers at your top? Mm-hmm. And then like your comment is on the right hand side? Yes. Like a normal keyboard. Tell me why Mark. Wait, is Mark that met these? Who met these? Tom? Who <laughs> make an iPhone? <laughs> Who Steve. Make... Same thing. Steve right. Jobs. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Tell me why Steve Lynn give me a naked <laughs> keyboard without numbers at top. Uh-huh. And then they're going to press this to get my numbers here. Yes. And who the ass put a question mark in the center of the keyboard? A question mark is be over here. And the full stop is be over here. And a comma is be over here because it's all be tight. I never studied that, to be honest with you. Because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> you know who doesn't have a keyboard that look like that? Samsung, mm. right? It's retarded. Mm-hmm. This is not conducive to use. And then I got to press this again to get the asterisk. Yeah, you got to double press, yeah. This is foolishness. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not conducive to use. So, so that Another means... Another dumb thing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The photos album, mm-hmm. gallery, whatever. Tres ghetto. Because why is everything going in recent? Because that's when you recently took it. I, Do you know understand. how nasty and chaotic that is? You're talking to somebody that had an apple for sex. I don't know what they can make up. But I'm explaining to you why it's dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good up Samsung, right? Mm-hmm. If I take a screenshot, right, goes in screenshot. That's correct. Same right? here. But then I got a toggle to find it. Like when I open my gallery, everything is just there in their respective folders. So if I take a picture of myself, it goes in camera, mm-hmm. right? But then if I get a picture on WhatsApp, and when it WhatsApp images, I use Canva on my phone because, you know, she allegedly has a business. Mm-hmm. So I have to create things <laughs> for, you know, social for, media. For said business. Right. And I have Canva on my phone, on my Samsung. And when they create something like Canva and they save it, it automatically goes in Canvas folder. No, I had to update something 
on this iPhone here yesterday. And I updated on Canva because I transferred my stuff. Mm-hmm. And I hit save. Tell me right, right. Recents. Why? But And then I have to create a Canva folder. Right. Right. And then move it in there. And then it's still It depends on the application because recents. some applications have native folders. So it would it will go into recents and the particular folder. For example, if you use Snapshot, Snapchat. Snapchat. Why is Snap- it Snapchat? I understand Snapchat has its own. Yes. So it would it would go into the Snapchat folder and the recents. And folder. recents, which is mm-hmm. nasty. I don't need all of but that confusion. The photo isn't duplicated, it's just that it's represented in both folders. Right, but I don't need that. Mm. Because I want that when I take pictures of me. So alone. we can start talking about the negatives and start and start, start start talking about the positives. What are they? Besides the fact that I don't look bunch up on Instagram when I take pictures. You don't look bunch up on Instagram. Android does give you a different is the quality is really oh, different in in um it's not calibrated properly for Instagram. Yeah, because so now you're a because date. because iPhone, <laughs> as far as I know, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. But it was made aware that that's like an industry thing. You got gang capitalism killing the girls where mm-hmm. it's almost like iOS like pays people. It pay, don't pay people. It's just because... Uh, they basically stop you from having a clean phone on your Android because you could have a clean Instagram too, but they, they no, said that, no. that's not the issue. The issue is that there are so many Android products, mm-hmm. right? You got the Samsungs, the LGs, the Sonys, etc., etc., right? So when software manufacturers mm-hmm. or, or um, app, manufa- app developers mm-hmm. uh, are calibrating their apps, because there are only so many iPhones, so many versions of, of the iPhone, it's easier, it's to, easier fix to fix it for that. Yes. Right, but I am buying an LG, I am buying a Sony, I am buying a Hawaii phone or Huawei <laughs> or whatever it's called, the girl. Anybody doing that? Just make a Samsung look clean on Google Pixel. That's all we care about. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I do could do a better job in terms of They the really camera. can. Yeah. Because that's bit that's the best thing so far. Like I took a video and app. I said, "Wow, I'm looking clean. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be even more amazing here on Instagram." No, if you look at the the footages in my phone, my Samsung is very mm-hmm. clean in my Samsung. But I'm gonna go and I upload it to Instagram. It is like... give it a little dust filter. You know, the mm-hmm. whole Netflix has got the poverty filter. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives me that kind of vibe. But, I'm mm-hmm. yet to y'all gotta pay for themes. No, but what I would say though is, as you get more involved in the ecosystem, mm-hmm. you will see how when you say how ecosystem, nice. you mean? so like, for example, having an Apple Watch. Like if I have my Apple that. Watch, I can view notifications, mm-hmm. messages. Mm-hmm. Um, I could answer telephone calls, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et mm-hmm. uh, if you have an iPad and also see a how MacBook, they're tricking you to buy more stuff. No, it's work good. Trust me. <laughs> capitalism. Hashtag yeah, capitalism. TM. So like you could you could you could start a project on your MacBook mm-hmm. and finish it on your iPad before even having to think about it. Right now, if I open a Word document in Google Drive, mm-hmm. it'll be the same shit. Yeah, but you're doing that on online, aren't you? I ain't sure. Y- yes. Are you gonna look at Oh, you mean Google like Drive? So you could mm. do it, and if it did here, mm. and if it did yonder, it's gonna be the same though. <sighs> Yeah. You can Steve, get used to it. Trust Steve me. We're gonna start off by needing a case. Before we go any further, my brother needs a job. Um, anyone that's hiring. But as you do, computer science, very smart, very lovely gentleman needs mm-hmm. employment. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
<laughs> I can give you like a little. I know that um, Robbie was was trying to ear meal earlier when he was talking about Apple. I know he on the topic. He ain't got nothing to say. It is like, definitely. I have a iPod that I bought in two thousand and three, and it still works. Congratulations! Happy yeah. birthday! My S six is still work. Yeah. 2003, you heard Yeah. It can be 20 years next year. In 2003, I wasn't using the phone. Mm-hmm. I was like 10. Just letting you know. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason, the reason, the reason that we're here. We do all that here? Yes. You don't sing for no reason? Let's sing the show. Anyway, <laughs> the real reason we are here. I tend to confuse Jamar a lot in my personal life because he does financial planning. And I decided that it would be very lovely to have him come on an episode and explain what he does. And see if he can help the girls the way that he helps me because I find that navigating the ghettos of um, Mia's Barbados, you know, we need a, a holding hand, a helping hand. What is the word? Holding? A helping hand. Yes. So I know that y'all heard that he was saying insurance and you got a little scared. But I promise he's not a scammer and he's not going to call you. Like, he's not going to call you. You got insurance? You got insurance? (laughs) I can sell you some. He's not going to do that. He's not going to, you know, mama guy you into giving up your NIS policy and investing it in retirement and things of that nature. He actually is going to help you become a better person. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Where do you want to start? You said you were in insurance for 17,000 years. and now you have your own business and you help the girls such as myself. That is correct. So, now I am an independent agent mm-hmm. for one of the largest insurance companies in Barbados. Mm-hmm. Uh, my company is called Blackman Insurance Agent Inc. Mm-hmm. And what I've done over the last couple of years is basically help people to manage financial risks and accomplish their financial goals. Now, that sounds right. Toity-toity. <laughs> yeah. So to break it down, when I do my consultations with our clients, mm-hmm. I do an all-encompassing plan for them, mm-hmm. right? So I've developed some software in-house mm-hmm. that helps with that. <clears throat> and at the end of the consultation, I, I will be able to tell you based on your present financial situation, Mm -hmm. your income, your expenses, et cetera, Mm -hmm. how we can put a plan in place to accomplish your goals. And a realistic plan. And a realistic plan. Because he's not going to tell you, invest $10. Correct. (laughs) When you ain't have no money. When you ain't got no money. No money. So Mm -hmm. wherever you are, so Mm -hmm. whether or not you have money, got a little saying put down mm-hmm. or or you got a lot put down because mm-hmm. you know some people some girls are more fortunate that's than what others. I tell you and sometimes <laughs> I just go up, put on my poker face and I feel, oh that's oh yeah yeah <laughs> maybe they got, got, got a little 50 grand and say hey, don't yeah, I ain't really know I what to do with it and oh, you're like oh right, okay, okay. Cool. <laughs> and they're talking about it like it's five dollars mm-hmm. you know I remember right mm-hmm. about it doesn't matter how long ago it was mm-hmm. I because one of the first questions we would ask would be, what are your financial goals over the next five years? Mm-hmm. So With COVID, you got to bring that down to two. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do five years mm-hmm. because you want to get a little time to develop the plan. Well, yes. So <clears throat> I remember one of my clients, mm-hmm. she at the time was 31 years old. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And she told me she wanted to save $600,000 in the next five years. And I was like, oh, okay. When I started to go through the plan, sweet girl had four twenty five put down already. Four twenty five what? Four hundred twenty five thousand. And that's not a joke. So again, I don't understand. Poker face. Yeah. So how? Her situation is the exception to the rule. She don't got the lashes. Don't get she hair no, do. She and she's she's drive. She don't get she was shy. That did not happen. That is not you controlling, not being able to control your device. That's my food alarm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's got alarm to feed myself. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh-huh. no, no. Honestly, that was the exception to the rules. So, I had to put on my porker face. And I was like, oh, okay. No problem. 31 cool. years old, so, saving $425,000. Yeah, yeah. So, she was saving. My, she got me face stink. No, I had a feel stink for two, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> That that is. She don't have nothing nice. So 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 without <laughs> divulging too much information, yeah. uh-huh. what I would say is that she she was very strict uh-huh. with um her saving regime, uh-huh. and she was also very frugal over like a ten year period. But she was able to save that. But I'm there sorry. is a problem with that. Actually, I was about to say I am not saving is, four hundred and twenty-five thousand mm-hmm. dollars in ten years and not having nothing nice. That's correct. So there's something <laughs> called excess liquidity, mm-hmm. and when you have too much money on the bank, you are actually depleting the value of that money as the years go on, mm-hmm. and that is because um, of inflation. Mm-hmm. So if the bank is giving you less than zero percent interest, none. Right. You just got the money saying no, they're doing it. 0.15% or something like that. Point two. And 0.025. 0. 0.025? 0. 0. 0. 0.025? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nothing. So, so you're getting next to nothing on your savings mm-hmm. and inflation um, is rising, but let's say it caps out on an average of 3%. So but because these, you know, in these times we are ten percent. Well, yeah, ten percent inflation because of the, in the war. Yeah, in, yeah, the quote unquote war. I banking real bad. Don't be here. <laughs> but but no, you know that that stuff that you were reading a book and you know your professors would tell you what is this shit that would never happen? Like ten percent mm-hmm. absurd. Abs- and here mm-hmm. we are temp- living ten percent inflation and going. Be full speed ahead, you know, like nobody ain't pumping the bricks. That's correct. And my favorite, I'm off topic. This is on brand, but off topic. My favorite thing is people like gently shifting the definition of recession so they don't have to call it a recession. Definitely. <laughs> like the US is crazy. But anyway, back to trying to be a person in these mm-hmm. biblical times. So, yeah, I was just saying that her, her situation is, is, is definitely um, very an anomaly. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's not right. But you, you you should not also have so much money on bank because mm-hmm. then you lose the value of the money because of inflation. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that's a good segue into the the first topic on hand. You want to make sure that you can manage your cash and your savings um, efficiently. So there are a few things that everyone should do on mm-hmm. a, a monthly basis. And <clears throat> that word budgeting comes to mind, mm-hmm. right? So one of the things that you should do is that you should have a budget. Mm-hmm. And in that budget, you should do something what something that is called well, what I like to do is mm-hmm. something called 
zero-based budgeting, mm-hmm. right? So zero-based budgeting basically means that you assign every single dollar that you earn to something. So, no, a lot of people don't do it. So this is what's happened. But I know you swim me over my head <laughs> often, <laughs> probably late. My girl, you cannot be doing these things, but yes. Uh-huh. No, when you're creating your budget, I want you to create an honest budget. Mm-hmm. I always tell all my clients that. Be honest with yourself. So all of the nice-to-haves, all of the... Put it in. Yeah, I put it in. Because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I confuse Jamar often. I feel like we touch base at least once a year, once every two years, especially when the, the coinery can increase a little bit. Then we have, well, the coinery increases and the responsibilities the also increase. Mm-hmm. So then you have to like tweak and restructure, you know, where is you're going? Because let's say I was working for $2,000 and, you know, rule of thumb is save 6000 mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I go and I hit that. But then the following year, I move from two to five. Then obviously my six month changes. changes. So then I'm going to have correct. to be able to restructure how I save in order to make sure that I have my little safety net, et cetera. Fast. But yes. So you're you're saying so, to budget zero, budget the, all my money. Yeah. So the zero based budgeting, you, you allocate every single dollar that you earn. Mm-hmm. So, you put in the entertainment, you put in your personal care, the gym, guilty pleasures, whatever mm-hmm. they may be, mm-hmm. right? Netflix. So Netflix, all of those things mm-hmm. um, you want to have in your budget. So it, your budget is not only about paying bills and You want to see all the money that you credit card payments. Correct. Credit card payments, all your liabilities, mm-hmm. all of these things must go into your Coolie monthly man. budget. I also want you to create what I call a sinking fund. Mm-hmm. So the sinking fund is is made up of your annual expenses, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about stuff like your motor insurance, your licensing fees, mm-hmm. um, gifts at Christmas, you. decorations at Christmas, depending on who you are. The ham. Right? The ham. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, she's expensive. The tree. The tree. Car maintenance, if you got a car. If you go to school, you need your... Um, Tuition. Your, not just that, you said... Even when I say if you go to school, if you went to school, bless the Lord, I don't have to pay for it, allegedly. Mm-hmm. But um, you, the right word I'm looking for is accreditation. Your fees, your certificate fees, you just yeah, got to pay yes. them on a yearly on basis. An annual basis. Yeah. So, you, right, your professional fees. That is the right child. Um, One would believe that I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> your, your annual credit card payments, any annual payments that you have, reoccurring payments that you have. Land tax. Land tax is a good one. Always put um, aside what I call a sinking fund or what is called a sinking fund. Mm-hmm. So you add up, the, the method is to add up your annual divided by 12. Basically, yeah, and you save that money so that, that when money, it come up, it correct, don't jump you. It don't jump you. You always got it set aside there. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things. So when you're creating your budget, Again, you want to make sure you create an honest budget. You want to budget on a consistent basis, so at least monthly, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, you you also want to assign or allocate your inflows mm-hmm. and outflows. So when, by that, I mean you want to make sure that you have a section for saving and retirement and investing. Mm-hmm. That should be about 20%. Mm-hmm. You want to have a, a section for, yeah, fixed expenses and utilities. <clears throat> That's about 30%. Mm-hmm. Your debt should not exceed, or you should, you, the repayments for your debt should not exceed 40% of your gross income. 
That's a lot of money, though. It's a lot of money. But if you're doing a mortgage and stuff like that, don't let it go past 40%. And discretionary spending, which could be like the eating out and the um, personal care. Is like 10%. Because you already allocated for saving. They treat saving like an expense. Yes, you should do that. So treat savings as an expense and furthermore, pay yourself first. So that 20% that you allocate to savings, um, whether it is retirement, short-term savings, long-term savings. You break it up in there. You break it up in there in that 20%, Mm -hmm. right? And then you, another thing that you want to do or pay special attention to Mm -hmm. is to, after you pay yourself, is to um, assign money towards debt to reduce your debt as fast as possible, right? Yes. So the backbone of any financial plan Mm -hmm. is always your budget. You cannot do it without a budget because you cannot create a plan Mm -hmm. and see where you're going unless you know what your inflows are Mm -hmm. and what your outflows are. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, and if you have a surplus at the end of the month, most people... Mm-mm, that's not what you do. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where the problem comes. Most people, for example, if they have mm-hmm. a surplus of, I just call it a number, but say you have a surplus of $1,000 when the month comes, mm-hmm. right? Um, that is underselling. You don't got nothing particular doing with it. Most people will say, well, I just left that up in the bank account. Mm-hmm. Pay off your debt without. And because it's underselling, mm-hmm. you... So it's hard to skin your account mm-hmm. down to not? No, you, th- that's not the purpose. But when it says skin your account down to not, I mean your well, you can't do that because you bank no charging your fees for being brat. But um, you know because mm-mm, all right, we're mm-mm, going mm-mm, with mm-mm, this. Mm-mm. You can tell me no, but what I'm saying <laughs> is where where I'm going with this is walk with me here, hold my hand. I will. Sometimes people have accounts for quite literally. Managing expenses, yes, which is a, your operating account. I kind of yes. have an operating account, yes, which I think my visa debit is linked to. But the ones that I save, save on don't have no cards linked to them like that because mm-hmm. divorce can't get me. That's correct, right? So what I'm saying is, if my my salary comes to my operating account mm-hmm. and then I you get some, you get some opera. Mm-hmm. So if at the end of the month I have coins that are unaccounted for. But I have debt. What I'm saying is okay to allocate that extra to so, the debt if I have outstanding debt. Like if I yes, right. That's what I mean. So quote unquote, skin it down to not not take out the savings. Okay, so let me explain what you're trying to say. See why we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So what you're what you're addressing right now is um, your emergency savings, right? Mm-hmm. So the way how I see that's a different account. This is this. Let me show you. Mm -hmm. So your emergency savings Mm -hmm. can be split between two accounts. Mm -hmm. Uh, One would be your spending your account, spending account, which you call your operating account, Mm -hmm. and the other one could be a savings account, Mm -hmm. right? So it could be a check-in and savings. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you are creating an emergency savings, Mm -hmm. to sum up your emergency savings, there are certain line items that you want to make sure that you can take care of. Right? Mm-hmm. In the event of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your tires blow. So your tires blow. All you, four. You lose your job. Um, oh, I don't keep that money in there. Mm-hmm. What do you got me like that? Just, just listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> so, so, so the emergency savings, and, and we all just went through a pandemic. Yeah. You, we know that some jobs were not very pandemic friendly. Correct. So some people just lost a job overnight. Mm-hmm. Right. So you want to make sure you have that emergency savings set aside. So the emergency savings is made up of these items. One, mm-hmm. six months of your monthly income. Gross. Gross. All, all of it. All of it. Not six months of your monthly expenses. Six months of your monthly gross active income. The reason why I put active in there is because you can Less have passive income. income. No, you can have passive income coming in. You don't really need to have an emergency savings for that because in the event of an emergency, your passive income will probably be still flowing in. Okay. Right? You is say it, hustle. Is the is <laughs> active income uh-huh. that you really want to be able to secure because if you don't sweat and work mm-hmm. and make a living, then... And and that disappears, then you know that income disappears. Uh-huh. But if you have, like, say, rental income coming in, the house still getting rental, whether or not you have a job or not, so you will still uh-huh. have that coming. So, but that's technically not going to be the bulk of your income either. So that's what right. You're so uh-huh. active income set aside six months, then the sinking fund, uh-huh. the sinking fund that I spoke about, which it will be your annual um, expenses. Uh-huh. So we spoke about the. Credit card, annual credit card fee, the licensing fees, the, the, the motor insurance, yeah, etc. The things that matter. When you mm-hmm. sum that up, also have that as a part. That sum, um, that adds to your emergency. Emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we also want to have your health insurance deductible mm-hmm. and motor and home insurance excesses um, set aside. So That's normally, not going to be part of the sinking fund? Mm-mm. Just give me care. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. so you want to make sure that in the event of a medical emergency that you have the deductible set aside that you can pay the insurance company right away before they start s- settling claims. Mm-hmm. In the event of an at-fault motor accident that you have your motor insurance excess set aside. Mm-hmm. Sometimes most people will have an excess of what, $1,000. Yes, yeah, so right? that should. And mm-hmm. you also want to have, if you have a home and you have home insurance, you want to have your home insurance excess set aside, which is usually 2% of the sum insured. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a lot of money. It is. It are right. I know because so, the homes be costing. Does we get into that? Because I saw a beautiful, lovely home, six hundred and ninety-five thousand mil coins. Mm-hmm. What of that? Six hundred ninety-five thousand dollars. Yes. Now you want one of them? I don't. Because I can't afford it. I, it up. I tell you, my math is 350. And I don't want square footages. So I don't know how that can work out. No, you got compromise somewhere. You might go yeah, compromise on the material. <laughs> yeah, man. Or yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so, so we were talking about splitting the accounts, right? So uh-huh. when you're doing this emergency savings, say your emergency savings amounted to $30,000. Just, just call in a figure. Uh-huh. When you do your six months and your insurance excesses and deductibles uh-huh. and you put in your sinking fund and that sort of stuff, $30,000. Uh-huh. What I would advise that you do is that you actually split that $30,000 into two accounts. The first account, which is your spending account or uh-huh. checking account, you will have at least one month of your active income set oh, aside uh-huh. plus the sinking fund. So mm-hmm. plus the annual expenses. So let me just break it down and just be real realistic about so it. So on my operating account, if mm-hmm. you submit like three grand a month, mm-hmm. gross, gross, then I will have three grand on the on that account. Yes, plus my little and a, you know little excess that rolling over at the end of the month, and then my entire sinking fund. So if my entire sinking fund is like ten grand, that account should have one thirteen thousand dollars all the time. That is correct. Oh, and the nice. reason why you want to do that is one, you don't want to live from paycheck to paycheck every month. Mm-hmm. And two, 
you want to make sure that when the insurance man come around for your home insurance and more insurance, right you go you right tap the card. Correct. And the <clears throat> the sinking fund <clears throat> that you're <clears throat> putting towards the checking account every single month would replenish that amount. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you take the annual, you divide it by 12 and you continue to put that in, mm-hmm. that would replenish whatever you take out for annual expenses. Okay. So when you go out and buy the gifts and that sort of stuff, nothing wrong with that, but just budget for it. Correct. Now, on your savings account, which mm-hmm. could be like a credit union account, it could be a fixed deposit account, um, money that you can readily access, but you don't want to be walking around with that card in your hand readily access meaning like all you gotta do is walk in the credit union you could get it and you can get it okay but you don't want that debit card in your pocket all the time I have not pinned it if I pin it I know where right. it is right don't pin it I only know where it is because it is literally an emergency fund so put five months worth of your gross monthly active income on that account right so mm-hmm. you put one month on the check in five months on the savings Mm-hmm. And then you also put your insurance excesses and deductibles on that as well, because that's what they're there for in yeah, the event exactly. of emergency. Yeah. So that makes and up your emergency. That you, you should be needed on a yearly basis. Correct. Mm-hmm. So once you have that set aside, you are good to go. Anything over that, mm-hmm. I consider that excess liquidity, where you are now in a position saving, to yes. go on trips. No, you're <laughs> in a position now to invest, go on trips. So let me talk about going on, going on trips. People be like, okay, well, that's boring. You just set aside money and put it there and watch it. Uh, right? I mean, I don't know if I got all six. You see, that's the thing that I was telling you. Mm-hmm. I ain't got six because six last year and six this year, but the grace of God is different. So, right. So then you got to do your marginal increases. Right. I think I've I've started, I'm trying to run through the numbers in my head. I don't think I got there yet, but we're close enough. But we're close enough. And when they put it in my layer formula and thing, I can tell you how and, soon you can get there. You see, he have a good little something, something. You don't got hurt your head. You don't <laughs> you go don't be mathematically inclined. Mm-hmm. I work out all these things and for sure, you. you li- One time. Literally and honestly, if you are honest with yourself about your spending habits, Looking at myself and my friend that, that I sent to you, he was just like, Jamar is a lifesaver, but Jamar tell me I can't be buying the shoes all the time. And they said, you can't. He said, no, but when they really told Jamar how much money they be spending on your shoes, he said I was almost embarrassed. So, yeah, yeah. if you're very honest, you really do see where you be trying with money. So, so that's the thing. After you have secured the emergency savings, right, there's something called dream savings as well. Mm-hmm. So your dream savings can go on another account. Mm-hmm. Or you could put it on your savings account, but you just have to have the allocation set in your brain. That I would recommend putting it on a separate. Yeah, account me too. Just put it on a separate like, account. Why, it don't. It don't really quote unquote cost nothing to open an account. Correct. Put it on a separate account. So what? What are your dream savings? Your dream savings could be the deposit for the new car that you want to buy. Mm-hmm. It could be money for travel, money for shopping, money to further your education, furniture, appliances, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et so you call a house a uh, uh, like a land deposit or whatever on a dream. Say no, you no, put that. No, that's another type of savings. Okay. Cool. So we have. Emergency savings, dream savings. So dream savings are for like those things. Um, nice stuff. Nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Short term, uh, must haves. Uh, that will cost a bit of money. Mm-hmm. So you like need the Euro to tour. yes. So the Euro tour. So okay. you need to save in advance, mm-hmm. right? So that you won't be popping down the credit card. Uh, I'm so, telling so- you, <laughs> God, our bitch leaning. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be, uh, tell you, we can't be doing that because her interest rate is less twenty one. Twenty one percent. So you are paying the bank twenty one percent more than you would pay if you just 
quote unquote safe. Right? I got a little scam for that, but you gotta be disciplined for it. Well, the scam is if you're disciplined for it, as you said, is to use a credit card, I, but I don't, I don't repay. No, what but, I would do mm-hmm. is so like right now I toy with it. Cause I mean I can spend the money from my savings account if mm-hmm. I wanted to. But I don't necessarily want to because I like to see the money there. But because, instead, but I, go ahead, go ahead. Because I have a problem. <laughs> but, no, not because you have a problem. Because you have not realized how you should allocate the savings as yet. Also, mm-hmm. we're working on it. Mm-hmm. But actually, one of the partners at my old my old place of employment, she had told me about this before. The old but, bakery. Yeah, the old bakery. <laughs> the old bakery. <laughs> well, if you like so much. Food. I do. <laughs> but she again, if you are disciplined, um, because it's a lot cheaper than putting it on your credit card. You mm-hmm. get a bank loan. You get a nice low five percent, six percent something if it's mm-hmm. available to you. Mm-hmm. I think what is the word unsecured loan? Sometimes it's about thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Still cheaper than the twenty one percent. Correct. Than on your credit card, but you figure out how much you need for this trip. Mm-hmm. You get the loan. Put mm-hmm. it on your credit card. You earn your cash back. You earn your points. Mm-hmm. You swipe or whatever, and you pay back the. You pay back the loan, mm-hmm. and it's cheaper, obviously, than trying to chip away at that twenty one percent on your credit card on a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, yes, it would be. Yes. So that is that is something that I do, but I would not again. I would be a little bit. I would consider myself disciplined to a degree. To do things like that, but I don't I don't know if I want to recommend that to everybody because you also gotta remember that the money is not yours. So after you put it on your credit card and you spend it off, you paying back the bank. And then you should also not rack up a high credit card bill after that. I think that that's where a lot of people may get caught up. Yeah, it is but yeah, you got you got budget properly. That's correct. It's a tricky game because it also has the idea also has some other um follows that people may not think about for example if you have the personal loan and the credit card open at the same time it affects your debt service ratio mm-hmm. and and that would also hamper your ability to borrow um in the future if, if the debt isn't repaid <coughs> for... what is what you say? i my debt hmm? i my debt my right. debt is clear so once your <laughs> debt is clear that's because fine. i don't because one again i have to be very realistic with mm-hmm. what it is that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like, did I do, I did that for London? I think I did. Where it was just like, all right, I know that I can handle airfare on my own mm-hmm. and I can have my little savings, savings here and there, but I might still need a little assistance. So instead of digging up my savings and then trying to see if I could put that back, because like I said, I like to see a certain <coughs> number there, which is so- problematic. I figured it out, but then my repayment was like eight months. I did not do like a three-year repayment on the loan it paid that off in like eight to ten months so this is it this is this is why we say borrowing the loan and using the credit card for for things like that mm-hmm. um would bring instant gratification so mm-hmm. me, me and by that i mean you will be able to get on the trip faster do you'll be level. able to do what you got to do whatever it is buy mm-hmm. the car faster etc et i didn't do that for no car Whatever the dream quote unquote oh, is. Oh right? no, I would you gotta be realistic, babes. I was not gonna do that for no car. That's madness. 
right? So, <laughs> so my thing is, uh-huh. you said it twice that you didn't want to tap into your savings because you didn't want to see the money dwindle. Mm-hmm. So what you need to recalibrate is the money, the allotments <laughs> for each type of savings. Mm-hmm. So have the emergency savings there, know what the cap is for that. Mm-hmm. And say, okay, that's my emergency savings. And then when you yeah. get to that uh-huh. um, specific goal, then you stop saving in your emergency savings. Uh-huh. And say you want to take a trip or you want to, I don't know, go shopping or whatever the case would be. Then you else. can put it somewhere else in uh-huh. your dream savings and start to accumulate that. If you come to me and, I, and you ask me, how long is it going to take me to save for a Euro trip that I want to go to? Sorry, not how long. How much money do I need to put into mm-hmm. savings for a year trip that I want to go to in September? I can Tell put in those that. numbers mm-hmm. in. So that you will always be able to see, okay. So you don't feel bad if right. the, the, the literal dream account go to not because it's supposed to go that's, to not. It's supposed to go to not because that's what it's for. Okay. Yeah. Right? You asked about real estate savings. Um, the get of it. Now, this is the tough one. <laughs> because what a lot of people do not understand is that when there are going in for a mortgage, which I can do, by the way, from my desk. Mm-hmm. So I can pre-qualify uh, clients for land loans, mortgages, whether it's a, um, a mortgage to buy or build. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've done is I've configured my system to also spit out some expenses. Mm-hmm. So they're crazy. So Because <laughs> <laughs> when you send me my I said, who? Lord. Sure, I said, you sure that number is right? S- squeeze, squeeze. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so depending on if you want to buy or build, mm-hmm. will determine the, the expenses that you have to prepare yourself for uh, to actually put the mortgage in place or to support the mortgage because you uh, just don't buy the buy the house and rest it down. There are things correct. There are things that come along with buying or building a house that a lot of people do not think about. So what are these things? So we're talking about like contractors, um, fees, architectural fees, furniture and appliances. They do not come with the home. I have to say that because I would not forget we were online talking. What do you mean about- the furniture places? <laughs> We love that. You don't furniture in the places? Let me tell listen to no. me. The happy people on Agra's internet, on Jack Twitter, trying to say that the mortgages cover furniture and appliances. And so, like, if you're going, you qualify for $300,000 in home. The $300,000 in home is $300,000 in home. You know, God love for some place to lay down. That is, that is, that is, that is correct for most people, but. So, for example, so it has to do with your debt service ratio, mm-hmm. right? Remember I said you, you should not exceed 40% of your gross income to service your debt. Mm-hmm. So, when you sit with me and I calculate what that is, and you say, Jamar, I want a house for $450,000. I said, okay, let me put it in the calculator and see what we get. Mm-hmm. And based on all of your existing expenses, sorry, liabilities, and I compare that to your gross income, I can say, okay, your your current debt service ratio is 19%, just calling figures, mm-hmm. right? So we got between 19% and 40% to play with. To play with. Mm-hmm. Right? Now when I put in the, the house for 450, 
and for 50 put you at 39 percent we ain't mm. got no way to go we can't we, we, we are at the limit exactly right so if we if you do it that way where you max out your um tdsr mm-hmm. to 40 and it, it doesn't have room for the furniture you can't and, get but that's what i'm saying they mm-hmm. think that if you spend four hundred thousand dollars on your home it come with furniture mm-hmm. no, you have you have to budget for that and that's a furniture loan on top of the mortgage and everybody could blend them Yes. But it, you got to break it out like that. You can't get $400,000 and say, ah, yes, all four hundred in home. You may get a little three ten in home and then the rest have to, but you think still they don't on because they're expensive. That is correct. It's either that or you save before you approach the mortgage company mm-hmm. um, for all these things. So things like legal fees, I can calculate for you on the spot. Um uh-huh. Um, architectural fees can range between three to I think seven percent, if not eight percent. Right. We had we had Josh on here to discuss that, so he can scam for the girls if they go back to. Do you want to build a commune episode? Mm-hmm. They will be able to to get some good proper guidance on on not people scamming you for all them fees building a home that you can not building drawing a home that you can build. That's the other thing that I would really love to address. If you know, because I've seen it way too many times, if you know that you have a dream home in your head, right? Do not go to a draftsman or architect first. Come to share on Pinterest. Come to me first. (laughs) No, seriously. Come to me first. Sit down with me. Let me go through your finances and let me tell you exactly how much you can afford. So that when you go... Because you already going to pay the draftsman, which is money and it don't be cheap. Mm-mm. And then if he took it further and he took it to town country planning... More money. More money. And then they come back. You, so you spent all that money on saying that you can't build, that you so, can't put any ground? So this, I remember the first time it happened, a couple came to me and told me that they had drawings and the house... To construct the house will cost about one point two million. Mm. When it was done with them, and um, both of them combined is meant like eight grand. Both of them combined cannot afford more than four hundred thousand. As because Mia's Barbados is expensive. That is correct. So it it does not make sense to. They're dreaming real fucking big. Let dog. me tell you something. I mean, like I said, I mean, right? I, 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 love, I, I too like me a nice thing, but I am very, I guess, I because I have a bit of awareness given what I do mm-hmm. and how I confuse you often. They would know that, Chad. Just look, close your eyes to those things because they cost a lot of money. They cost a lot of money for no reason. But so yeah. even when I told them such and such is the case, like. They, them can believe it. They can believe it. I was like, no, we we are. You know, a mattress 000. costs a thousand dollars. A basic ass mattress yes, costs a thousand dollars. And got that yet? Mm-hmm. I you don't want to know the cost of my bed. You would jump. <laughs> I I don't want to say in public. <laughs> nah, because I I I fret about this a lot. But I feel like to to build and to live and to exist is costing egregious amounts of dollars. Like the bed frame that I want is like three grand, four grand. Mm-hmm. And that's because the body building it doing me a favor. Mm-hmm. You to lay down. I understand why niggas is putting bed on the ground. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Every, if anyone sees my bed for the first time, oh, they say is wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why you're saying wow. Yeah, it's lots um, of money. It's, it's, it's a lot, a lot of money for you. To, so, putting plans in place for home ownership is 
is something that you should not take lightly. Uh, but it's meant me, it's give, it's give me bad feels because I'm one go say, and I want play ball and I want to do nice things. Mm-hmm. And say, I ain't go, you ain't gonna, we ain't gonna talk again because I genuinely feel like, all right, yeah, cool. I say, oh, shit, that's me. I take a screenshot. <laughs> you see what I mean? But I can't get you. But, but you phone on silent. Sorry. That's right. But you say, yeah, yeah, you phone. You, you know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> My brother showed me. All right. Did he or did backer? Somebody was like, you go flip the button on the side. You know what? Does not mean stay and take screenshots. Wait, well, you can't do it. it Sure, fuck, I can't not disrespect my phone like that. <laughs> but she's not chaotic. Anyway, right. Like You're I said, mm-hmm. I honestly do get a little overwhelmed when you try to think of all of these things that you have to do to be a person in order to exist. Mm-hmm. Because if I got to save for my car insurance, and I got to save for my health insurance, and then I got to save for savings, and then I got to save to have six months of my gross salary, mm-hmm. which, fingers crossed, know that I have a different white man which is a new job, new bakery, mm-hmm. allegedly. New bakery. Mm-hmm. Right? These this six months can become more on an annual-ish mm-hmm. basis. Yes. Right? Well, I might well bakery and hand that about that. It was just what it was, what it was. Mm-hmm. But you know, because we're looking to scam and elevate mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I feel like literally new level, new devil. As you get there is some shit else that you gotta do. And then now again, all so I not just saving to go. On a cruise, and I'm not just saving to go and do the Euro tour. I also got safe. Exactly. And Miami Carnival, mm-hmm. Shame Bam Bam. Like, I'm not just saving for these little small things. I'm saving for these small things. And then they got to start to save for a host too. It's just like, oh my God, there's so much happening. So I have a calculator uh-huh. that can actually blend all of those short term savings together. So by the time I'm finished with you, uh-huh. When we add up your emergency savings, dream savings, and real estate savings, it it summarizes here. So you will know. Oh, yes, because you do have it broken out as yeah. short term. We'll be looking at a plan right now. Mm-hmm. Short term, dream. Okay. Mm-hmm. So as you allocate money into each type of savings, mm-hmm. it will then summarize here. So you, so you will know exactly when your goal end date would be. This is December 2024. That's tomorrow. Yeah, but that's based on these frivolous figures that I have in here, right? Okay, so when I when I actually do your real plan, mm-hmm. you would know exactly for when you will realize the the savings goal for each type of savings. Barring nothing happens. Barring nothing happens, and for the entire plan. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So the the thing about it is that it requires a lot of discipline mm-hmm. and patience. But remember, I told you with the girl earlier. Mm-hmm. Dang it, me. But but at least let me try to get halfway there. I'm no, not even no. halfway. I, I don't even want half. I, I would like all, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, saving $425,000 in 10 years as a 30 year old, you ain't by name? You, she sure did not. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, nah. because when I look at the other assets, she's very liquid, but she doesn't have any, Nothing. any other assets. So, how she used to get right? What? Because me even having a car is an expense. She, she had a good she, job. She has, she has a car, but I don't want to call the, the type of vehicle. Just, Did just, just imagine a real she small. Had, she had that sense. She had one car. It's got to jump in and rub your feet when the girl is <laughs> <like, "Fred, please." laughs> <laughs> so she had to pay for the gas. Right? Uh-huh. But 
but yeah, she she had the discipline. I I ain't telling everybody to go and save four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, but I'm just I saying would like to that in ten years. Yeah, you could you could do you could do some things. So so what do you do with with the additional money or the extra money that you have after you've reached the goal? Mm-hmm. That's when you start to invest. Yes, because right? I remember coming to you earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I wanted to invest. And Jamar was like, "Bobo, bo, that credit card door." I mean, you can walk and chew gum at the same time. But you <laughs> <laughs> was like, "But I would not advise." He said, like, "But that credit card." And I was like, "I mean, it's not a lot. I could pay off if mm-hmm. I want to. Just trying to get some investments." He was like, "I understand what you're saying, but what we can do is clear this first, right. and then you will have money." So then that's what I did. Because like, as you rightfully pointed out. You have the money there. I had the money to clear the card. Mm-hmm. Again, it just was like, I'm really saying my money will make a call. And he was like, but that don't make no fucking sense, Be- girl. And the reason why it wouldn't make sense is because the debt is costing you more than you're earning the interest. 21% per yeah. annum and the interest is 0.025. But I moved that sense. Right. So, that was some of that, that I so, so, so that in that particular scenario, it, it wouldn't make sense to keep a uh, credit that has such a high interest rate mm-hmm, that I could easily pay off. That you could easily pay off when to to earn less than zero percent on the savings side, mm-hmm. right? So pay off the debt and then replenish the savings as time goes on. But when you when you've reached that stage or that point where you your emergency savings is set, you do not want to continue to put money into the commercial bank or the credit union. You actually want to start. Uh, making your money work for you in such a way that it, it exceeds the average inflation rate, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. so that your money could then start Not turning anymore, over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I can't believe we at ten percent. Before you could have gone earn a little five percent down, like a little revolving. We, we, the people glow up had a little saying that used to get a little five yes, percent, and, and it fits that it fits the deposit, deposit thing. But and, no, and, and a government bond will give you a little five percent oh, too. I don't really know about government uh, bond. Well, I know, but I just say what they used to do, right? But we was talking about the used to. We was reminiscing. But no, but we got to talk about today because the girls want it for today. So for today, I there is a certain mutual fund that a certain bakery does does does, does offer that that have a projected interest. <laughs> so yeah, now you call the people who bless the bakery. <laughs> you mean the um, renewable energy one? Yes, that's fourteen percent. Yes, mm. right. So. Um, if it, if it has some coins to invest, that's where we be putting my money mm-hmm. because, and this is not financial advice. <laughs> this, we are talking about, right? We're just talking about what it would do. You're right. right. As a person. Uh, as a person. So, it, so, so when you say you get to that point, do you, do you recommend people invest money on a monthly basis? You could do that, right? Yes. Right. So like, if I realize, as you have, I think you have told me this. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but you mm-hmm. know, things just come back. But it's almost like, this month, I might have an extra thousand dollars at mm-hmm. the end of the month. But that might be because I miss and didn't pay something. Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, or like, I, you did well at the bakery. Right. I did well at the bakery or, mm-hmm. or I miss and then pay something. Or usually if I go out every week and I miss a week, so it's saying I left back. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like an anomaly. You will not tell me, are you going to rush and invest that immediately? It'd be almost like, let me see, keep this trajectory going for like at least a little two, three months. Make sure that this is something that you are doing on a... No, but that's the beauty Regular-ish. about investing. You know, you can you you do not have so investing. We we talk about we talk for you all time. We ain't talking about insurance. We can't do. Oh, that's right. There's the investing insurance. Is no, a, no, the could run into the investing. So the the good thing about investing is that there's no fixed 
um, premium, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. So you can invest as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis. So that's called dollar cost averaging. So it's basically you... If I got extra, go if I got extra $30 this month... Invest it. Once your emergency start... savings is is good, mm-hmm. we got that put aside. So I can start a mutual fund investment with $30? No, no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you mean st- to start? To start, you need sure at least 500 you something Yeah. On a consistent basis, and this was just not an anomaly, and then you start with your so, adding in here and there. So to answer your question... By the time you are ready to invest, mm-hmm. you would have already gotten into the habit of saving mm-hmm. because, again, I would not advise or advocate for people to go and start investing until the emergency savings set aside. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be up at 2 o'clock anymore and say, hold on, I put that $800 in that mutual fund, um, but I don't know belly, how you can get and back. And your belly growling. And your belly, right, your belly <laughs> yeah. growling because you ain't got nothing for your savings, But you right? know that Instagram will tell you that that's a hustler mentality and that <laughs> That's foolishness. Make sure you got your cushion there. So if the mutual fund or the whatever go belly up, mm-hmm. that you still got your sign there to support mm-hmm. yourself. Right? So that's why we always advocate have that emergency savings. And and the thing is, right, the emergency savings is a subset of the entire investment. Mm-hmm. So don't think of it as, oh, I got that set aside and it's not a part of your overall portfolio. It is. Mm-hmm. So put aside the emergency savings. So for example, you had to save back to the original example, $30,000 mm-hmm. and you used to set aside $500 a month until you reach that $30,000, just calling figures again. Forever. Right? It took forever, but you got there. Amen. Right? Mm. And now it's time to make that $500 do more than it was ever doing for you before because you're ready to invest. Now, so why I would say... The the, I get to 30 so no, I'm not really putting all five... You're not putting anything there. The only thing that you're putting there is the sinking fund, the annual expenses divided by 12. That's the only oh. thing that you put in there to keep see replenishing my, see, that. See, in my brand, when I hit thirty thousand dollars hopefully mm-hmm. I'm making a little bit more. So I can still put that five, but then the little access I will put towards investing. You know? oh. Just put the sink, the money for the sinking fund, the annual expenses. Oh, okay. So that when you take out the annual expenses, you still have the You six. still have the six. Okay. Right? Right. See? And then whatever money you were putting towards the savings, you stop putting that there because that only gives you less than 0%. Oh, okay. And you put it towards the investing. Like so, you five and up. Correct. So oh. when you start to invest, you already got the habit of, of putting aside putting the money. Aside so money. this money can actually do something for you now. That's correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Makes sense. For some reason in my brain, how my brain was working was if we put the five aside, mm-hmm. when we get to the 30, hopefully... We still be making like a little extra crumbs here mm-hmm. and there. So now, let me say, instead of, I could afford to put a say seven instead of five, I can still put the five on site and then I can put the extra two. Oh, no, no. I want you to put All everything. seven to yeah. make it more. Mu- That's correct. Okay, Because the more you put, the more you can turn over. So the, the more you invest. Then that interest guy, I should go back on that. Correct. To supplement any. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Before we get to even insurance, let's talk about debt mm-hmm. a little. Mm-hmm. So, and the same concept applies. Mm-hmm. How we do? We good. We good. We good. The same concept applies. Mm-hmm. You want to reduce your debt as fast as possible so you can start investing more. Mm-hmm. So the less you have to put towards debt, mm-hmm. and the more you can put towards investing, good to go. The good to go because what is investing doing for you? Investing is helping you want to create a, a proper retirement income fund, mm-hmm. and two, even before retirement income, it also helping you to still do the Euro trip. I have the thing. It's still having helping you to furnish the house. Put all the lashes in my eyes. Put all the lashes in your eyes. Correct. Right. Um, 
มีเบย์ออกไหมแอปเปิลโปรดักต์บอกว่าเบย์เบย์ไอโฟนฮอลล่าควาลฮอลล่าโลยา so it yeah, helps you get a better Samsung it helps you to do all these things because when you're investing you're also investing to accomplish your financial goals I turn them on right mm-hmm. so so oh, I just lost my train of thought <laughs> so so investing is actually good because that is how the rich they stay rich Well, they stay rich too because they have old money. But we can create new money and also stay rich, oh right? God. So, segueing into debt. Now, when you have debt, mm-hmm. you want to try to reduce debt as fast as possible and pay as little interest as possible. Now, there are certain debt strategies that you can implement to do that. Mm-hmm. To me, from my experience, the best and fastest way to reduce debt. It's called the debt avalanche strategy. So is that enough at the, at the beginning and then roll it down the hill? Kinda. <laughs> so the, with the debt avalanche strategy, say for example, you got your car loan at eight percent, the credit card at twenty one percent. You also have a personal loan unsecured at thirteen percent. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got eight, thirteen, twenty one, right? With various outstanding balances. With the avalanche strategy, you try to or you reshuffle your debt, mm-hmm. where you would focus on repaying the debt with the highest interest first. So each debt will have a minimum payment, right? Mm-hmm. So say, for example, I sit down and I do your um your financial portfolio. review portfolio. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, listen, you got a thousand dollars a month in surplus. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to increase your savings. So let me put seven hundred dollars to our savings to boost up the savings mm-hmm. to be get to that thirty thousand dollar goal. But we also want to reduce debt. So let us put three hundred dollars extra towards, towards the, the debt. debt. So this and is you how you chip at the credit card because I was at twenty one. You so smart! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Amaze, amaze! You are so smart. You is kind. You is smart. <laughs> she, she is important. You are important. So, so you, uh, so, you re- so my system actually reshuffles the debt for you, mm-hmm. and it also spits out a debt repayment schedule. Mm-hmm. Right. So, in this debt repayment schedule, you so say the credit card minimum payment was fifty dollars. You were you were already paying that, which is madness. Right, and. <laughs> You, I, I told you, okay, assigned, assigned the three hundred dollars extra to the credit the card. credit card. So now you're paying three hundred and fifty dollars towards the credit card, and you pay the minimum payments for the personal personal loan, loan and, and the, the card, car right? Mm-hmm. So you pay that three fifty, three fifty, three fifty, three fifty until the, the credit card and you is zero. No more, right? mm-hmm. But you don't keep the three fifty when you're done that. No, that the three fifty now falls into the next tier, which is the personal loan. Correct. Loan. Jeez. Five. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. My God, I lash on my foot. These four points. Four points. I'm telling you. So that's called snowballing. So mm-hmm. you snowball the three fifty into the next highest interest debt. Mm-hmm. So say the that's minimum payment for so much for... discipline though, because you know that to drop the three fifty on the car for the car to get not that means you can't be going on Amazon. No, but you put the Amazon into the budget. You know, because remember, it asks you what are your guilty pleasures. You see how smart is a full circle. Song? Full circle. I love it. So your guilty pleasures will be, you know, Leo. No, saying. <laughs> <laughs> Leo's 
has food. Yes, I love food. Love food. Love food. It could be buying Apple products. Mm-hmm. It could be buying clothes. So it's it could really, be going on cruises. So that's where you have to be honest with yourself yes. because then you will already be budgeting. For, oh, okay, got yes. you covered. So when when I when I see that you got a thousand dollars left, I know that that's a true. That's a two thousand dollars, and you can okay. pick at it because you can still get a good new cruise. Okay, cool. Right? We got you covered. So. The tr- the second debt, which is the personal, personal. loan at twelve percent, the minimum payment on that was two hundred dollars. So now you take the three fifty, five fifty, correct, mm-hmm. and pay that five fifty down. Now when you do that, when you follow I'm that, make sure you tell the girls that you want to extra three fifty go to principal and not the blending principal and interest. That is also correct. Yeah. Right. Now when you do the avalanche strategy, it is actually going to reduce your debt faster, so your payoff dates for your total debt would be much mm-hmm. sooner mm-hmm. and I can also show you what that day is and how much interest you will save okay now when so say your total debt repayment was $800 the $500 for minimum payments mm-hmm. plus the extra $300 $800 mm-hmm. now we want to get you to a stage where you are debt free mm-hmm I know you could take that $800 and, and put it in it. Somewhere. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I feel like I'm teaching a class. I'm telling you, she's, she's giving brilliant. She, she's giving brilliant. She really is. She is. And you Her put, ass on my chest and it stands for smart. That in, is correct. I'm telling you. So the money that you were putting into the emergency savings mm-hmm. and the money that you were putting into debt now going into investments. So, so this is how I see it, right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta be so disciplined. You, you gotta be disciplined for a couple of years. You don't. And you also have to, you know, subtly assault for a couple of years too. But as you but you say, because you account for the enjoyments of life. Yes. You might not be able to do six trips a year. You might only be able to do two, but you're still mm-hmm. having a life while saving the coins. That's correct. I like that. And when you do that and you then start to when most in the, so you ain't got no debt no more, you have the emergency savings set aside and you focus more so now on investing, then you're gonna start to see your money multiply for you like you need to do that. Right. I mean not go have so many trips next year. I mean gotta be a real person. The last thing that we can talk about is the insurance. Is the insurance. Yes. That people are very afraid of. I mean, pretend I'm not saying this. Actually no, let me shut my mouth. Insurance is a wonderful girl if you use it properly. Do not let nobody trick I'm gonna get you into buying ten endowments. You do you don't need all that shit. So it, you don't need ten endowments. You don't need ten endowments. You don't need ten endowments, no. But there are various types of insurance risks. So there's the mortality risk, the morbidity risk, the disability risk, and what I call the longevity risk. Live so there yeah, if you live too long. Which right? is a thing. So if you if you um if you come to me, I can break down the risk and how much insurance you need for each type of risk. So why is insurance financial risk management and insurance planning important? It's important because you want to create a sound and solid foundation for your finances, right? Mm-hmm. So just like when you are building a house. You want to make sure that the foundation on your house is as strong as possible so that it can withstand hurricane force winds. Mm-hmm. You also want to make sure that your financial foundation 
is strong mm -hmm. so that when in perils it, of life you just talk the words out of my mouth when life get to life and boy. when life start to hit you with some bricks right <laughs> so you want you want a little something so keep you standing correct mm -hmm. so they're called insurable perils mm -hmm. so what are insurable perils so we're talking about emergency health care that could be expensive at your ambulance from Barbados be. To is. Miami, please. Is thirty thousand US dollars. You talking about that? Let two T in my head start, and they gonna get them pull out. But thirty grand, and they come and tell me, oh, is there this looks like you root canal? And a drop of five grand. I'm telling you, per two weeks, and then you need like another thousand dollars for the anesthesia. That's correct. You ain't real far. Let two of them teeth start to hurt. <laughs> so healthcare coverage, you need that critical illness benefits. So. Critical illness has to do with non-communicable diseases. The World Health Organization... You know, nation of diabetes. Y'all bitches correct. do not let y'all feet. So, the sorry. World Health Organization has stated that 8 out of 10 Barbadians will be diagnosed with a critical illness. Are y'all not, not embarrassed? It's sad. But now they don't eat like them walk their feet. That's it's not a rant, but ain't got nothing to do with trust. But y'all need to let for the chips and slop. That people be selling some things on the side and trade that shit for some broccoli. Please. Mm -hmm. Eight out of ten people with a non-communicable disease is, is insane. It's ridiculous. So you don't want to be in a position where you are diagnosed with cancer, stroke, heart disease, kidney disease, and you're unable to work. So what you want to do is that you want to have some kind of policy in place mm -hmm. that will protect your income at the rate that you're earning it at. And by that, I mean, if you are diagnosed with a critical illness, mm -hmm. that you can actually get something a, something back that could replace your income if you can't work. Mm -hmm. Then we also have to look at disability insurance. So, Lord forbid you go down the road and you slip and fall, get into an accident. You don't die, but you become disabled to the point where you cannot work. Mm -hmm. You also want to make sure that you can protect yourself or protect your income, sorry, to at your rate that you're earning it at so that in the event of a disability, you, you can, can still live. Work, you can still live and get it's, that income. Still pay your mortgage, still pay your car loan, buy food, etc. You also mm -hmm. want to protect your most prized possessions. So by that, I mean your car, your home, your contents, your equipment, you, your jewelry. Your lubes. Your lubatons. Your shoes. I wanted to say something else, but that was very insane. And this is a godly right. podcast. And the last thing you want to protect is your life. Because if you should lose your life, there, there are certain last expenses that your family will have to take care of. So we're that talking about funeral expenses. expenses. We're talking about... Clearing any debts that you got left. Clearing because any you debts. Might, your mortgage might be outstanding. You go on and left the house to somebody and then, then cripple and can't pay it I back. can't pay it back. Um, you, you might also have children or a spouse that you're left behind that you want to leave some money for. Okay. So all of these things mm -hmm. without insurance will force you to... Um, Be like the girl that don't have nothing nice and work <laughs> and he, save $425,000 10 years. Let me tell you, I, you may have to open a GoFundMe. You may go host a charitable event. You may go, you go do a sponsor walk because... No, you need money to take care of X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. And the state and your family can't help you. So you put these insurance policies in place so that it will not deplete your savings and it will not put you in a position where you have to, um, you know, start a GoFundMe, right? Mm -hmm. So 
insurance is important to protect your financial... It's not the boogeyman. It's not the boogeyman. If it is done important. correctly. Correct. So I would tell... I, one thing that I like to make sure people understand mm-hmm. is that there's such a thing as too much. Yes. Right? So, but you, but you see, that's because you care and you have a little. The word, the word is escaping me. Robbie, give me a word. What's the word you're looking for? There's a word. Integrity. Okay. Integrity. Yes. That's the word. Come on, reading. <laughs> yes, but I do feel like I have encountered some insurance agents, and they will try to sell you everything under the sun because obviously they get some commission, mm-hmm. and they be selling people policies that they do not need. Ergo, people, mm-hmm. you don't have. Wait, is no critical illness? No, no, is critical illness? You call it? Mm, I call it critical illness. When you, everybody, your family got diabetes. And you got you have no critical illness insurance for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even know if you were qualified, but <laughs> just saying. <laughs> the possibility is there. Mm-hmm. And then they're selling you like three types of insurance. Like like I said, you got that, three endowments that ain't gonna help that, you if you correct. get diabetes and you you gotta spend a lot of money on insulin. That's you're you're correct. So you, you should focus on what you actually need. The, the client's needs and not your needs. Correct. Right? So what, one thing that I can say about the way how I do things is mm-hmm. that everything is very transparent and it makes sense. So Liz, that's why we're here. Yeah. So um, the, the numbers would not lie. So when I tell you that you need $250,000 in insurance, I can actually break it down line by um, line why, why, you, why need... you need $250,000 in insurance and what it is going to do in the event of X, Y, or Z. Right? So... A lot of other advisors um, start to say they don't understand how to break it down. Mm-hmm. So just some, looking out for some commission. Some are just guessing, to be honest, and shooting in it, shooting well. Oh, very nasty. Um, so you have any parting words for the girls? I said for reach out to him. Yes, if I want to get a portfolio done, talk to me. Tell the girls where to reach you because well, after listening to this, you at least need to get your 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 financial plan portfolio done. It's something that you could do and when you feel like picking it up, you could pick it I would say pick it up immediately because Mia's Barbados is very expensive and we have to trade to to do our best. This is your Instagram. This all your, send me all of this. We're going to put it in the bio. But just give us a... Yes, um, you can just find us on Blackman Insurer. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram, mm-hmm. all of your and you will see all our contact information there. So What's you can cost associated. So my consultations are free, oh, right? You heard that. However, comma, <laughs> comma, comma. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you want to get a copy of the report that's generated from the system that will give you all of this fancy information that we'll be going through, mm-hmm. I charge a nominal fee of fifty dollars for that. That's more, right? So that would give you a good guide. Um, into your financial future mm-hmm. and of course we would build on that as the years go on because if you start today mm-hmm. today's price is not tomorrow's price mm-hmm. so you're going to need to touch base on a, at least a yearly basis to make sure that you're doing what it is that you're supposed to be that's doing that's correct so it will set you on the right path from day one mm-hmm. but then of course we need to check back in to make sure that the plan working as it should you want to start with the emergency savings and then we can start doing the layered debt reduction mm-hmm. and and to the point where we will get to um, investing and making your money work for you to mm-hmm. accomplish your goals, right? So, mm-hmm. and again, I, I also do mortgages and land loans. You do. 
right? So that's something that and I can pass. And real insurance. And real insurance. Real insurance. <laughs> Not all the things that people yeah. be trying to sell you. Actual, factual, real insurance. Yeah. So it was a pleasure. And thank, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you as well for saving my life. We can go touch base again, though, because I feel like I had like one or two little things a little misconstrued. But we we doing all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We doing. I feel like we doing alright. Yeah. Feel like we doing good. Yeah. Once you start the plan, you'll be. Yeah. I mean, like it's not perfect. Everybody's not, including myself. Because you gotta be realist and he's just want stuff. Yeah. I like Apple. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand the headlock that this shit be having you all in. I love Apple, so so yeah, I do. I do get it. But when once Steve you got said, a plan, give me four grand. The Steve Ray. It's Steve, yeah. Wait, wait, he said, give me four grand for that 14 with no same. And you said, shh. No. So this is what's happening, right? You don't buy the phones here. At least. But I then you're going to play, but then you're going to get the ticket to go overseas. What ticket are you talking about? Means, and you know somebody that left me. You say were, hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that you're leaving the island. Yes. <laughs> Listen, it's per just ch- a small box. Perchance, per <laughs> perchance. Per you could take out the box if you want. Just slip it in your top pocket if you need to. And you can get a phone for about, a, a proper Apple, a, 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 a Pro, for about, about $2,500, $2,500. Mm. It's still a lot of money, to be honest with you. Yeah, got to put that in the sink and fun. You got to put it in the sink and fun. See how we bring everything full circle? Full circle. Want the Lord doing. So, ladies and gents, girls, and more girls, reach out to Jamar and get your life in order because I really do think that financial planning, like realistic financial planning is something that we all need. Do not listen to Steve Harvey and the other people that's be on Instagram barking at you to wake up and invest and hustle and never sleep and all these things that are very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Message somebody that actually live in the ghettos of Barbados and help me help you help yourself thank you what is what is I say thank me for speaking <laughs> thank you for listening Olivia you're serious <laughs> but that's what I'm telling to the, to the audience thank me you see I don't be here that often like I said I come when I have something to say so thank me for speaking thank you listening all of jamar's info is going to be um on the instagram and in the info bar so reach out and get a free consult and get her life in order ashe namaste hey baby this episode was recorded and produced by robbie by name uh, by at from what you want me to say from nameless at okay this episode was recorded and produced by robbie at nameless Productions. Bobby robbie niles the studio M M M E is season two.